0: Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Good to see you. Good to see you on this morning, folks. Kevin, all the way from Florida, mate. Good to see you, as always. Evening for you. Mick in the house. James is there, too. Rodney, morning to you, mate. Hope you're well, Ashvin. Jeff, how are you, buddy? Good to see you. Morning, Allison. Thank you. Yeah. The the team did well last night with uh, dining out on what's going on. Plenty of uh, interesting info. <laughs> yeah, daylight savings. Yeah, bring it uh, bring it back or love it or hate it, depending on where you are. The old daylight savings. Shashank, yep. Yeah. Luke, good morning to you, mate. Hey, folks, welcome along. Well, coffee chat on a terrific Tuesday. Yeah, last night uh, we had our coaching and mentoring uh, call. Hey, morning, Ian. Good to see you, mate. And uh, Raj, hello, hello. Uh, we had our mentoring uh, and coaching call last night. <coughs> um, our mentoring show, and uh, one of the questions in the um, in the chat last night was uh, rent freeze. Do you think uh, you know what's going on with these rent freezes going around, or the rhetoric the uh, the rhetoric going around in the uh, the world of newspapers and other bits and pieces, and I thought I might talk about that one this morning because, uh, yeah, it could be on people's minds, and uh, I've got a few thoughts on it and a few opinions on it, and uh, we'll have a look at some uh, facts and bits and pieces, but, uh, you know, for most people right now, tell me in the chat, most people right now, um, let's do a quick survey this morning. Tell me in the chat, what are the top three things on your mind Let's say which would make you either nervous concerned, um, not buy a property, not take action now, most of you, if you've joining me on the morning show, you'll know most of it's you know just a normal problem, and we're navigating normal but um tell me what what's on your mind what's what's the sort of thing that might be holding you back? I've got three things that I know, let's call them four to two are kind of interrelated but Let's go. Let's go. Four things that uh, people are sort of sitting around waiting to find out or nervous about when it comes to property investing. Morning, Brendan. Put them in the chat for me, folks. Put them in the chat for me. What's making you nervous? What's con- what's making you concerned right now? And let's talk about this this morning because I'm going to talk about these rent this rent freeze malarkey. Uh, <laughs> Dan Andrews. Well, they they always make us nervous. These damn politicians. They're fucking lunatics. Um, but anyway. Uh thankfully, thankfully, they're not as loony as some other countries in the world. Dan the man, number one wild card. Yeah, well, let's talk about that. All right. So, you know, what's making us nervous uh in the world of um so and it's mostly driven by pollies, uh, let's let's face it, this nervousness. But anyway, um, <clears throat> what's making us nervous? Uh out there in the world of property investing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's have a look at this. Well, uh, from what I can tell, I uh, talk to uh, a lot of property investors from from time to time. So, you know, the cost of interest rates, interest rates being up, uh, rates being up, uh, and uh, let's say inflation. And most people don't understand inflation. Uh, It's just a a function of interest rate issues uh, out and about, you know, these sorts of things. Um, So... um, yeah, well, it, you know, depends on depends on what you own and where you buy it, Raj. You know, at the end of the day, property uh, is uh, uh, the cost of owning property. The big one is your, your uh, mortgage, right? So you have to manage that. Wow, well, that is for sure. That is for sure. Inflation, interest rates, um, you know, uh, builders, you know, builders going broke, builders, um, you know, not being able to complete, you know, what's going on with these. Uh, and the last one you know rent freeze rent freeze and 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 that's what's mostly on people's mind at the moment, mostly on people's mind at the moment, yeah delay if I build exactly yeah uh and so let's talk about sort of you know what's real um let's let's talk about what's real and what's not okay um and this is the sort of thing what our brains um and folks just listen um this is pretty interesting, and this is something that I've learned over time. For a long time uh, uh, you know the last twenty years sitting down with property investors and um, you know talking about taking action uh, in the face of some perceived uncertainties when it comes to the world of investing now, we need to analyze analyze for real what what 's a real concern and what's a real, uh, what's not a real concern, okay? Um, And um, for, uh, very interestingly, the conversation uh, with some of my mentors who are extremely, um, you know, amazing at what they do uh, and some of the science and the research shows that our brains, we, humans, uh, we make something uh, negative or a negative Five times more powerful emotionally and mentally than a positive. Okay? So we have a tendency to over-dramatize something and underpositize. I don't know. I don't know. That's not even a that's not even a word, positize. <laughs> uh, the positive uh gets drowned out with small, normal negatives. Uh, which we make into bigger things. I don't know. know. Does anyone notice that? Give me a yes in the chat if they notice that in life. Maybe you know someone. Maybe you know someone really well. Uh, That makes more. It's the saying, a mountain out of a molehill, a mountain out of a molehill. Well, our brains are designed to do that. And especially as investors, we're worried about things often. um, And uh, we should be. We should be not worried, but we should be alert. About what's going on, uh and we dramatize um you know the as as we go yeah exactly brendan exactly brendan yeah, and you know that's that's right, we've got to learn how to turn good things uh you know <clears throat> let's say things we make the meaning of things folks that's what we do, we make the meaning of things all right, so anyway let's talk about this uh a really good friend of mine who is um who is Tony Robbins. Number one trainer, he's the right-hand man, Scott Harris, um, awesome buddy of mine, went to lunch with him the other day. He talks about the world of wealth, understanding, um, understanding normal problems and abnormal problems. So in the market right now, in the market, do we have abnormal problems? Do we have normal problems? And where are they in their cycle, folks? Where are they in their cycle? Let's talk about this. All right, interest rates. Now, does anybody here on the call? Does any do do any of you think? And this is the market. Tell me with a a yes or a no, um, a yes or a no. Who thinks that interest rates will go up? um, You know, another, you know, you know, two, three, four percent. Who who thinks interest rates are going to continue to go up from here, like endlessly? Like, oh, it's a, you know, uh, you know, watch out! Interest rates are going to keep going up, like it's you know who who thinks yes or no you know no they, the answer is no so folks let's let's do this rationally let's do this rationally and is interest rates going up uh, a normal problem um the answer the answer is yes it's a normal problem you know interest rates go down interest rates go up that's quite normal okay now um and um, when I say do I think do we think interest rates are going to go up? I'm not talking about a small portion of interest rate rises. I'm not talking about a 0.25% interest rate rise. At right now, if you put up the interest rates 0.25%, that that actually is very little, if nothing, in the cost of money. I'm talking about interest rates going up another 1%, 2%, 3%. Something effective... Um, And the answer is no, all right? Now, there may be, there is an outside chance of one small little interest rate rise before the end of the year, but what we're seeing um, is we're pretty well at the top. So in essence, interest rates, it's done. Interest rate rises or major interest rate rises are done, and in essence, the call is they're going to go down, they will go down between 1% uh, to 2% over the next two years okay so that's where we are folks okay so that's that's where it it doesn't mean that the cost of money needs to be managed or considered for you as a property investor but you know there we go uh inflation folks anyone looking you know uh it's the inflation going up is done uh, it's coming down and you know by all by all counts uh that's going to be you know under control Um, and down pretty well within the next two years. Builders going broke. Well, folks, pretty well done. I think there's going to be some, still some shakeout over the next six months, but uh, we're seeing already builders, many of the builders that we're working with uh, are now taking on projects again. They've now got fully funded projects. They're back in the marketplace. They've got... um, you know, fixed price building contracts with, you know, small and reasonable adjustments if something goes wrong, right? So the the builder issue, pretty well done, folks, pretty well done because it takes about two years for this stuff to flow through, two to three years, okay? Okay, so it started in 21, 22, 23, okay? Pretty well done. Now, there's rent freeze malarkey, right? It could be, you know, something that's on the radar right now, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about: is it likely? Is it likely? Um, and will it be useful? All right. So let's talk about that. The challenge is with this rent freeze, folks. Um, can the national government? Now, this is what this is this is what we need to understand about things. Can the national government force a rent freeze across the whole country? All right? Can the national government? Can the national government force? A rent freeze across the whole country. Can they, can they force a rent freeze across the whole country, folks? Tell me, is that possible, all right? Well, it's, it's possible. Is it probable and why, okay? Can the national government do that? The answer is no, they can't. Why can't the national government just go, that's it? We're freezing rent everywhere across the whole country. Tell me, folks. Now let's talk about this it's unconstitutional dead right you you can't force that um they can they can try and run on it uh, as a political thing and that would be the next election so that's probably 2 years ago uh they could um <laughs> There you go Shashank said exactly exactly um okay and why not okay because folks because ladies and gents because listen up it is not it's not national we don't have a national real estate um and we don't have a national real estate body folks we don't the the real estate legislation is um is the real estate legislation is run by the states folks they're run by the states so here's what the state premiers have come out and said right um uh key premiers ruled out agreeing to the controversial rent freeze demands so who remembers who remembers what happened when uh, we had a bit of a crazy politician here in queensland um, and they said, all right, you know what we're going to do? We're gonna, here's what we're going to do. We're going to charge all these damn property investors extra land tax. They're not going to get a land tax threshold in Queensland, cheeky bastards. You know, let's get them. Let's get these bastards, all right? Um, we're going to jam them for more money. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to uh, charge them extra, <clears throat> extra land tax in Queensland, when they invest in Queensland, because look at all these people coming to Queensland and making money out of our state. How dare they? How dare they bring, you know, money to our state? How dare they bring GST revenue? How dare they bring, you know, uh, stamp duty revenue? You know, how dare? (laughs) Fucking hell. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So they tried to make everyone uh, pay extra land tax in Queensland. And guess what? What happened? The Queensland Premier said, hey, hey, uh can can the rest of you states can the rest of you states <laughs> yeah listen. can the rest of hey listen new south wales and victoria can you guys let us know um uh about the private the private details of people in uh, in new south wales and victoria uh can you let us know about the private details of property ownership in your state please so we can charge people <laughs> So we can charge people extra land tax. Would that be okay? And you know what? they dead right. In no unpolite terms, they said, piss off. That's that's brain dead. Brain dead, All right? Okay. And folks, this idea of uh the Greens being political bloody bullies, basically. Um, you know, because they 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 they've got a few votes is the same thing, the same thing, all right? Like, seriously, rent freeze, that helps no one. <clears throat> That'll make the supply absolutely, like, anyway. They should go back to frigging uh, university or somewhere and learn some shit, these people. They, they seriously should. They shouldn't be allowed to have an opinion nor be able to manoeuvre on these, these policies if they don't have any education. Seriously, seriously. Folks, listen, here's an idea. Here's an idea. You know what? Let's have someone fly an aeroplane, you know, uh, but, you know, they've never studied it. They've never studied it. They didn't go to school and get any um, uh, education on it. They don't have any experience in it, more, more, more importantly. But you know what? You know what? Here's an idea. Let's let someone who doesn't know what they're talking about, Who's uh, voted popular because we like them? We like them. They're, we think they're cool. Fly the aeroplane that we're all on. What a what a fucking ludicrous ludicrous idea! But that's what we do. Uh, let's vote in some some people, you know, and um, let's vote in some people because we like something they're saying, and then they uh, chuck their weight around and block things like you know the affordable housing legislation, which I think is actually a good thing. Uh, the way they're doing it, I would I would do it differently. But listen, we've got a supply issue. the The bottom end of town, uh, the people who who can't afford things, have the most problems, folks. And then these idiots are blocking it. All right. Anyway, anyway, that's another. That's for another thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there you go. So, uh, folks, here's my opinion on this. On this uh, rent freeze thing, it's bullshit. Complete and absolute bullshit. Um, the the uh, the Greens are just chucking their weight around. Um, they should actually stop wasting everyone's fucking time and get on with some key things in this country, which is um, which are way more friggin' important. Let's let's face it. Let's face it. Yep. Anyway, I haven't had Fenton's back. Actually, I'm going to go see him tomorrow. But uh, listen. We've got an issue. I'm not going to talk about this one, but thin capitalization. I'm going to leave that one for um for uh, me and Fenton. But, folks, listen, we've got some, some things happening that are underway. We have got a lot of people coming to this country. If you look at the net overseas migration estimates, the federal budget, um, and – Many others have confirmed this. Australia is growing its population quite aggressively and we're going to continue to do this. Folks, they've got to have somewhere to live. They've got to have somewhere to live. And I'm telling you, these million houses, you know, that are affordable houses, these migrants aren't living in affordable houses, folks. They're not coming here going, you know what, I'm, I'm, a, I'm at the bottom of the rung. No, they're not. They're coming with money. They're coming with skills um, and they're buying nice properties. All right? Uh, and if they have to rent, then they'll rent a nice house. They'll rent a nice apartment. Ladies and gents, this is something that gets me fired up. All right. Um, so we have got a significant, this is it, the high net worth uh, migrants. Okay. And uh, here's your kind of uh, top places they're coming from. I mean, this is not unexpected. China and India, you know, huge populations. Uh, huge amounts of wealth and money, um, and you know the other the other few places where the high net worth uh, people are coming from. Okay, and uh, this is pretty important to understand. Okay, money is coming with these um, migrants, and um, and uh, they want nice properties. Uh, this is pretty interesting, though. The top end of town, the top end of town, the luxury market—you know, your million, two million, three million-dollar properties—are selling like hotcakes, folks. Selling like hotcakes. Uh, that's even worse. That's even uh, the the quality end of town uh, is way more undersupplied. Terrible English. Uh, undersupplied. batter. <laughs> that shit. I don't even know. Anyway, it's got a. It's got an undersupply issue. Far worse than the bottom end of town okay uh and that's why we're seeing record prices being paid there are so many things pointing to property good quality properties folks quality property flight to quality property uh continuing to rise and making you and i as property investors money into the future folks as we go anyway there you go uh if you think we've got a rental crisis now folks. Let's look into the future because uh, we're going to have a real issue uh, around then. But if you want to check it out, and I always check out the stats, listen, the rent the rent increases have flattened out. That's great news for the marketplace. And why would it flatten out? Well, it's flattened out because interest rates have stopped rising. Listen, Greens, go back to frigging school and do some economic learning and then uh, – you brain dead idiots would understand that you should be uh, campaigning on a better topic than rent freeze. Um, go do something decent that you've been uh, voted in for, not terrorize the bloody government, not supporting things that we need. Anyway, I'll probably get in trouble for saying that stuff, but anyway, there you go. So folks, um, uh, this is interesting. The other day, I'm going to get rid of this. Um, what I did what I did see here is uh if you go and have a look at stock on the market, all right. This is um uh this SQM research, I think this is one of the best uh live data bits of information we got going on. Um so uh if you have a bit of a look at this, you know, the number of properties that are listed to go on the market, you know, um over 180 days has gone up. So, you know, the demand um, the demand's a bit higher and, um, but, uh, you know, it's flattening out folks, flattening out we're, we're finding a sort of a, where we're at really at the end of the day, but let's do this switch here behind, um, switch to houses, uh, and apartments for the total property listings. Um, and, um, you know, view, view stock on the market when it comes to this, this stuff. I think that's, um, Uh, rental listings let's do rental listings there's more houses for sale than there is apartments by the way but let's have a look at the rental listings how many um how many properties on the market for rental and down here you're sort of seeing the days that it's on 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 market so you know it's flattened right out you know the days of 30 days and over gone up a little bit which means there's you know there's we're finding a bit of a ceiling to the demand in rent um which is the pricing? That was that's normal, you know. The prices go up, and then people find like I can't afford to pay any more than that, and sort of flattens out. But if let's let's go to this one, which I think is pretty important to understand and see, um, the ratio. If you have a look at the ratio in the past of you know the number of houses available for rent compared to the number of units, have a look how far the number of units. See how we've had a quite a large amount of units available for rent for a quite a long time in comparison to houses. Um, and now you have a look at it's pretty equal, pretty equal, folks, when it comes to the number of properties, when it comes to houses and comes to apartments. Um, that's um, that's the units there. And that's apartments there. So interesting times. What have we got ahead of us? I think uh, most we've we've seen the worst, let's call it, you know, we've seen the worst of the normal problems, folks. That's what I'm saying, right? Don't get too carried away. Let's, let's be honest with each other here, right? Are these abnormal problems? No, no. You know, um, you know um, the interest rates going up, that's pretty normal. That, that, that uh, is something that is reflective or reactive to other things, you know, in the economy. Once things are under control, the interest rates flatten out and they go down. Uh, the cost of the cost of money uh, ultimately always gets passed on to the end user. Very uh, unfortunately, and uh, you know all these politicians and governments saying they're going to put up taxes. Well, it takes two years, and that just gets passed on to the end user. They keep making their constituents poorer by putting up taxes on the people who've got assets. It, it drives me insane. Anyway, it's circular. Uh, circular. Anyway, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Um. Uh, what about the ACT? Uh, ACT is fantastic. Uh, I've got some property in the ACT. I'm pretty happy with it. The um, The vacancy rate has gone up a little bit in the ACT of recent times, but still uh very low vacancy rate in comparison to the 3% neutral. Like an oversupplied market would be 3 to 4% vacancy rate, folks. So um, there you go. Anyway, that's it wealth coffee chat done and dusted folks um a little bit ranty today i saw you on there fenton (laughs) i'll call you right now i gotta call you just a moment all right that's it folks wealth coffee chat done and dusted thanks for joining me today good to see you um join me tomorrow no i won't be i won't be doing wealth coffee chat tomorrow because i'm on an airplane to go visit fenton but I will do it the next day and me and Fenton might do something, a little wealth coffee chat, wealth, wine and wisdom at 10 past 8 in the morning on a Thursday. Anyway, we won't drink wine at 10 past 8, uh, but we might have a coffee together. There you go, folks. All right, done. I think that's it. We're we're over and out, all of those sorts of things. (laughs) See you, folks. Adios. Thanks for joining me. Bye for now.